The Zoo's News Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and www.thezoosnews.com. Yo, we're not the black news, the white news. We're not the left news or the right news. We're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news. We're not the juice news, bitch, we're the zoo's news. We're not the black news, the white news. We're not the left news or the right news. We're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news. We're not the juice news, bitch, we're the zoo's news. Hello, hello, hello. It is January 23rd. That means it's one, two, three. Yep. And this is the Zoo's News Podcast. I am the Conspiracy Ape at Conspiracy Ape on Instagram. And joining me, like every podcast, because we couldn't do it without him, he's the Culture Cat. Cat with a K. Say hello to the people, Culture Cat. What's up, guys? Hi. So, dude, last night I did mushrooms for the first time. Yes. Yeah. What was it like? <clears throat> well, it was it was very tame because I wanted to be safe. I only took like a little, probably a little more than a gram, probably maybe like a gram and a half. Word. And you know, it was very, it was euphoric, and it gave me lots of energy. It felt like a, you know. I was I was hyper. Everyone else mellow. Everyone else very mellow. Me hyper. Strange. But also I like marijuana edibles. I, I have very like tame reactions to that. People will take a huge dose and I'll take like in the past edibles haven't really hit me this very hard either. So maybe my metabolism's weird or something. I don't know. Next time, yeah. uh, next time I'm doing like an eighth or something. You're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean Abigail though. <laughs> Yeah. Abigail tried them for the first time as well. And let's just say she she tripped. I mean, she's the only one who actually tripped. She got on the spaceship. Yeah. I mean, she just wanted to go outside. She's like, can I just, can I just go in the grass? I just want to sit in the grass. I was like, uh, yeah. Just watch out for the dog poop. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a whole different experience when you're tripping on shrooms too, avoiding the dog poop in a dark, dark backyard. However, the grass did feel good on your feet. I got to admit. Yeah. I think the best part is we were just standing in the backyard in the grass and she was just fucking so into it. And she was like, I'm so I'm tripping so hard right now. And I was like, Oh yeah. She's like, yeah, but in a good way, like I like it. It's fine. And I was like, okay. And then she goes, you hear that? You hear the trees talking? And I go, I, uh, cause I'm just going to, I don't want to chip her out. I just want to go along with it. I'm like, oh yeah, what what are they saying? And she looks at me like I'm a fucking idiot. And she goes, they don't speak our language. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm fucking dumb. That's awesome. So yeah, that was very memorable. Uh, but next time, I'm definitely gonna try more and try to go to the moon. Yeah, it's a must. I mean, it's it's always good to dabble and see what it's like first before you yeah. go, so you know it's safe. Yeah, I was tripping in the beginning. Didn't I mean? I mean, not like literally tripping on mushrooms, but like, oh no, I don't want a bad trip. Anxious. I don't want to have a bad experience with this anxious, not knowing what to yeah. expect. And then it was really a cakewalk. Ended up smoking. well. It's like it's like anything else, man. It's like well, we were watching um, something, some show the other day, and it was like one of those scenes where oh, it was like Spider Man, the Amazing Spider Man with the uh, the Garfield kid. Yeah, and Andrew. there's one thing where um, one scene where the the bully is like 
shoving this kid's face in food and the whole crowd is like, eat it, eat it. Oh, God. And I looked over at my family and I was like, high school is not like that. Right. So like everything you've ever heard about mushrooms, it's not that you can't see God and have a conversation with the cosmos, but like it's always different than what you expect it to be because there's no way really to translate that feeling. It's, it's, it's like an experience. You can explain it all you want, but you can't really understand it until you do yeah. it. Yeah. TV and movies do a, a bad representation on a lot of things in life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like watching TV shows growing up, the bullies would always like give kids swirlies in the bathroom yeah. and like th lock them in lockers and put them in dumpsters mm -hmm. and shit. And it's or high like school parties. In reality, bullying is really just the hot girls act like the nerds aren't even there. And that is kind of a form of bullying when it's like inhumane to not even acknowledge I mean, a human beings presence. But whatever bullying definitely happens but it's yeah it's frowned upon not participated in by the masses like that and it's uh it's few and far in between you know it's like one yeah. crazy kid in one town or something and then like he's just an asshole we probably all could have been a little nicer i think we're, there's a little bully in all of us yeah for sure well some people don't have conscience yeah but mushrooms mushrooms are great good time dude i'm definitely gonna do it again watch the ufc fight as well Mm -hmm. uh francis Ngano, huge african fucking heavyweight giant lunch boxes for hands uh we were all anticipating like some giant knockout in the first round so kind of a letdown that there wasn't he some huge highlight fucking knockout but hey they went out there and they fought those big ass motherfuckers fought hard and uh not i don't know who's a fight fan and who's not but i only bring it up because i wanted to talk about dana white um who is the fucking president of the UFC is the head guy. You know, mm -hmm. he's a dude. Most people listening know who Dana White is. And it seems like fucking Joe Rogan might have uh, rubbed off on him. Did you see that video I posted of him uh, talking at a press conference? Yeah, I've seen a, a, a pretty big uh, library of clips of him talking about how stupid shit's been lately and uh, how once you reference Remdesivir, it was free. Now it's like impossible to get. Ivern Mechton, same thing. It's impossible to get now. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, I thought I had it on my phone here, but I think I lost it, so no biggie. But yeah, he's just going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the fucking reporters in the crowd and the, the journalist, the so-called MMA journalist. Mm -hmm. Some snarky fuck face goes like, are you, are, you, are you a doctor? Are you a doctor? And Dana White just like, it's like, no, I'm not a doctor. Then he goes on to say, but he's like, I bet you can, I can get a bunch of pain pills before I can get ivermectin right now. Yep. And he's like, and no, I'm not a doctor to know that. It's just a fucking fact. Yeah. Snarky little fuck. Well, you mentioned, you know, like I had COVID and are you a I doctor? experienced it. Are you a doctor? Yes. Okay, I'm getting so sick of that fucking bullshit. But here's the thing is like, like they're just fucking people. Yes. Doctors yeah, but have it's not, a, it's not that there's not doctors that disagree with what the mainstream sure, media exactly. is saying. That's the most annoying yeah. thing. It's like, yo, yeah, there are doctors on my side too. And then they yeah. go, well, they're crazy. No, oh, yeah, what the fuck? You're just picking. Exactly. You're just, you're literally just picking, mm -hmm. which is, um, absolutely. And then a yeah. lot of the ones that do disagree are fucking pussies and they act like they, they don't say what they really believe because they're pussies and they want to like keep their licenses and keep their fucking crazy Demo Democrat friends and just stay safe. A lot of them are just honestly weak bitches and they're not really representing what they think. 
which well, that's fucking painful. And I know that exists. And a lot of them are just really good at school. They're not smart individuals. So they follow the instructions, you know, they, they yeah. just go, oh, okay, then it's changed. And they move on and they accept it while we're talking about this and how crazy things are. I just wanted to jump ahead over here because it's relevant. No, it's the same. It's same. So doctors, right? Doctors, studies, scientists, like wonder, I wonder why we're so polarized on this issue of COVID and why we can't agree on what the fuck is actually going on. So here's a, here's a, a post from CNN headline boosters provide the best protection against Omicron variant CDC studies show raising new questions about what it means to be fully vaccinated. CNN next one. This one is from Bloomberg. COVID boosters do not provide protection against Omicron study finds. Okay, so CNN says that it does, and then Bloomberg says it doesn't. The New York Times, a fourth shot may not offer much more protection against catching Omicron, an early Israeli study suggests. That's the New York Times. So now the boosters don't, they don't help. Okay, WebMD, everyone loves WebMD. Um, fourth vaccine shot, less effective against Omicron, Israel study shows. So when I read, that was five, five articles or four articles, three of them say the boosters don't help and that there's nothing you can do. One of them, CNN says that they do. So when I'm meeting at a table and I'm talking to someone about, oh, did you hear about this? They're going to CNN and proving what they want to believe when there's three other websites that prove what I'm saying. Yeah, dude, we're living in the multiverse, just a different multiverse because there's like 10 different realities and everyone's in a different one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Different media outlets are living different realities. Mm -hmm. Some are in this fucking timeline where there's radical Republicans everywhere that are white supremacists that try to burn down the Capitol building and blow it up and fucking break down OAC's office building and fucking scare her to death. And I'm not even going to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to go there. However, and then you have people over here that are like, that was nothing. And, and then there's people over here that are like, that was the FBI. They set up the whole fucking thing. There's so many different realities that people are living in so many different camps. It's literally a fucking multiverse. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You can get online right now, search what you want to find and find it. It's yeah. crazy. And that's why no, there's no end to this argument. Yeah. One side is going to have to, is going to have to forfeit. And it's whichever one is correct. Mm -hmm. And what seems to be correct is natural immunity. So the only thing that could really go wrong is they could release another v a virus that's worse oh, and the, the natural immunity isn't going to affect against it and we're going to get wiped out. Yeah. Or the vaccine that they've been pushing is now is going to cause like, you know, we got rid of lead and paint because it caused shit asbestos. You know, we got rid of all this shit because we found out later. How about cigarettes? Yeah. You know, fluoride in the water, you know, it's like, it's just, we find out all these things and then we take it out. And I think this vaccine is one of them. So it's, we're going to, we're, it's the, it's a long game. We'll see what happens, but it is unraveling. I do want to bring up one, one other thing. Um, the, the, um, narrative started to kind of unfold this week it was really cool how it kind of took steps they admitted that natural immunity is better for the delta variant than than getting the booster but then they tie it in and say well natural immunity and a booster oh interesting yeah how about just natural immunity anyway um so the, it's been kind of falling apart and if you notice when you're driving to work or you're driving somewhere like on the freeways they have those those signs overhead and they've been saying please join the 2.1 million or please join the 80 million or whatever Go get the fuck vaccinated it was. yeah blah 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 yeah 
Now it says human trafficking. See something, call, and then it gives you the phone number. Yeah, wear your seatbelt. Yeah, the, but yeah. human trafficking is the Q narrative. Yeah, those signs existed before COVID, though. I'm just, I know, but I'm yeah. saying, like, isn't it weird how they immediately switched from... Oh, they're just like, they're yeah, going I human mean, trafficking. Is we that, talked about this last week to an extent, so it's just a continuation of it. After the Supreme Court uh, verdict came in, it almost seems like they're starting to backpedal a uh -huh. little bit, and they're, they're trying... I just think it's interesting that they're going to human trafficking and not something else, because they could easily go yeah. to something else. Yeah, just devil's advocate, those signs were or that's what they said before COVID. So they might just be going back to what they were doing before, which is still to your point. They're trying to end the COVID narrative by just going back to how things used to be. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's also an interesting, you know, tidbit. Hashtag save the children. Which speaking of that, where the fuck is this Sound of Freedom movie with fucking uh, Jim Caviezel? You know what I'm talking about? The Tim Ballard story, the human trafficking movie that's supposed to be coming out. Yeah. They, they fucking had like dates, like seven different dates that have failed. And I still, I haven't seen we it. We were let down by a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people let us down. Sydney Powell, you I'm, know. It's, it's got to be out there. Hey, do you think the Rust, do you think Rust is going to get released still with Alec Baldwin? What if they just replace him with one of his like ugly brothers and they just finish the movie? I'll go it's going to be it. known as like a snuff film now. Yeah, it'll be like this fucking um, cursed movie, occult. Yeah, exactly. Following. People will go watch it just because it's it, it fucking ruined Alec Baldwin's career. Alex Baldwin. Alex Baldwin. That's right. He's a bitch. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to play that Dana White clip real quick because I did find it. Here we go. Dana White, president of the UFC. The COVID, you reached out to Joe Rogan for advice on, on what to do. Uh, I was wondering what your thoughts were with the 200 plus doctors trying to put pressure on Spotify saying that Joe's a menace to... Are they really? Yeah. Well, how about this? Ever since I came out and said what I did, it's almost impossible now to get monoclonal antibodies. They're like, they're, 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 they're making it so you can't get them. You know, medicine that absolutely works, they're, they're keeping from us. I don't want to get too political and start getting into all this shit, but... Ivermectin and, and monoclonal antibodies have been around for a long time. Now, all of a sudden, you can't, you can't dig them up to save your life. The doctors won't give them to you, you know. And even when I did it, when I did it here in Vegas, which was however many weeks ago that I had it, like right before Christmas, I think, or something, um, yeah, I made one phone call and was able to get, to get it done. And that's not like some fucking rich, famous guy guy shit like anybody could have could have called and, and you know because that's what everybody always throws at me yeah of course you can fucking make a phone call and get it bullshit everybody could have got it back then um you know Lene had it Lene did monoclonal antibodies and did, did all that stuff everybody could get it now and you know rogan's been talking about it then i went crazy talking about it you can't get those things to save your life now literally are you are you surprised at the backlash that People don't even want to allow you to discuss options and pre-treatment. It's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's one of the craziest things that I've ever witnessed in my life. You know, and you're, we're, we're talk, I'm not talking about um, experimental drugs or things that you said. This stuff's been around. And the guy, the Ivermectin, the, guy, a doctor? Won, the guy won the Nobel Peace Prize. You're a doctor? Huh? You're a doctor? I'm no, saying. but there's plenty See? of doctors that do. Uh, Here he comes. <laughs> I just asked a question. Are you a doctor? No, but I, but, I, but I took them and they both work for me. So why shouldn't I be able to take them again? Or other people? I won't answer. 
No, no, come on, dive in. We, we do have a well, brain. Why shouldn't we be able to take them? Right? You, you want to know what's scary? I bet I could get some fucking pain pills quicker than I could get monoclonal antibodies. No, not maybe. That's a fact. That's a fact. They fucking hand out pain pills like, the, like they're Tic Tacs. Nobody said that was right. Huh? And nobody said that was right. No, I hear you. But, but they keep doing it. But, but you can. Monoclonal antibodies and, and ivermectin isn't going to do anything to you. Pain pills kill you. Fact. And I'm not a doctor, but that's a fact. <laughs> he's, he's pointing out there that they're, they're, not, they're not a just people. You know, they're not untouchable. They they do horrible things. They're not you know they're not moral and yeah. ethically and they correct never across the board. They they they're there for money. Have it's you like heard a, the, the Have you seen Dope Sick, the show on Hulu yet? No, but I've yeah. heard. I've heard I have about not it. watched it yet, but I've heard a lot about it also, which is interesting that that shit is on Hulu. It always surprises me when there's like a fucking anti-establishment or anti-big pharma show in any way, like it's that it got on Hulu somehow. Like that's so I, I'm going gonna, I'm well, gonna to watch it here. It's a controlled burn. I think I think like it's already been done. The, the president yeah. uh, Trump made it so that he could declare it an emergency and put a lot of people, a lot of a lot of doctors in prison and uh, for for over prescribing and shit like that. So I think I think they're kind of on the way out. They're going to switch to something else right now. There's a fentanyl problem, you know. Yeah, but that's that's a huge deal. Dana White, because a lot of people, a lot of sports fans and a lot of people that might be not be into politics, they look up to Dana White. I mean, he's a scumbag in a lot of ways, but he's a fucking, he's a smart dude, obviously, got the UFC to where it is. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that have a, an immense amount of respect for him, so that's huge. Him's just speaking out like that. Dana White, yeah, I, I have my, there's things I don't like about the guy, but he has fucking balls. He reminds me a lot of Trump, and he's mm -hmm. fucking Trump's friend. I think he spoke at Trump's thing twice. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fucking dope. Also, I heard that... uh Dana White was on a podcast somewhere. I don't know. There's so many fucking podcasts now, dude, with these young kids, like a bunch of them that are really crazy. popular. And you'd be like, whoa, how does they have like 3 million viewers? Who the fuck are these people? But yeah, he was on this podcast and he was talking about how the UFC will definitely enter the metaverse, which is interesting. Go watch, how, I mean, go watch UFC not? fights. It's the easiest fight. It's the easiest sport to enter. And That's true. They could literally put like a fake health bar above them. Ah, and they you could know? like animate it to have like fucking special effect. Like when you hit them, it's all video gamey with the and fucking graphics coming stuff. off like yeah. Scott Pilgrim shit. Yeah, I mean, they could. It's the easiest yeah. one too because you only got two people to move around. Yeah, and the, the first thing I thought about when I heard Dana White talking about that is the whole uh, Brooklyn Nets thing. You know, I'm talking about the Netiverse. Yeah. Yeah, here, take a listen to this shit. Brooklyn Nets and the Yes Network are proud to introduce a brand new technology here at Barclays Center. We are calling this new view the Netiverse, and tonight is the worldwide premiere. The Netiverse is an innovative video system made possible by over 100 high-resolution cameras surrounding the court, which then feed into Canon's free viewpoint video system that quickly generates incredible, lifelike 3D renderings in a matter of seconds. The Netiverse will bring viewers to places on the court never seen before. A video game come to life in a volumetric space that provides a true 360-degree experience. Barclays Center is the first arena with the cameras installed. The Nets are the first pro sports team in America to have this technology, and we are honored to broadcast its debut on the S-Network. 
So yeah, for the listeners, I mean, you could only get so much of that, but it's, it's like for people that used to play video games or still do sports games in particularly when you want to go watch a replay, you know, you can control any view you want to watch an instant replay. You can move it around, zoom it up, zoom it out, everything. That's kind of what this is like. Like they can get every single view possible, every single angle they want mathematically for anything which is insane. Do you know how cool this is going to make documentaries in the future? Really cool. Like sports documentaries, like when they're retelling things, they're literally going to be able to have cinematic views, whatever, wherever they want. I think that's so, it's so cool in so many ways. Technology is nuts, but relating it to the UFC in the metaverse entrance, that's what I think it's basically going to be. They're going to put the hundreds of cameras around the octagon and it's going to be able to fucking map that and render that 3d image. Yeah. And then I think there's going to be like a video game, uh, digitally rendered stadium that you're in mm-hmm. and you can like walk around just like any other game ar- around the, the circle of the arena, at different vendors and stuff and go down the aisles and sit in different seats and everything and watch the UFC event. Yeah. in a virtual arena watching it live like it's 3d it's insane i, I, mean, I gotta I, admit just, i am a little excited for it I, I can't lie it just makes sense it's not that impressive if they don't do that it's what the fuck are they doing that's, sure. that's how i feel about it i mean i'm like yeah but I right think we're now, behind already it's 2022 like we should right you know, like i mean we had the sega dreamcast in like the early 2000s like what the fuck is going on right well they so, well like 10 years ago not even t- not 10 i think it was like five or six years ago they already had it so you could have the 360 cameras but the difference is you are the camera and you spin around in a circle and see your 360 angle this way is more so like they're videotaping the octagon and it's like 3d so now you can walk around the video no i get it yeah that's a huge leap forward that's really interesting before it was like you were inside of the video and now you can move around the video with this new technology I yeah. think that's fucking crazy. I guess. I mean, I like imagine I don't know. You, imagine being in VR and like standing in the middle of the fucking basketball court. Like you're literally in it, and the players are running at you and like going yeah, through you. And I am, and I'm wondering. It's crazy. I'm wondering why we're not there already. I I, I want to know all the fucking money that they get. Well, I like, think what are they doing? Well, the headsets weren't even there yet. Like they're just now get the Quest Two or whatever. It's not that fucking new, and that's the very first headset that can be cordless. That consumers can afford it's like people don't want to put their time and effort into something that's not going to make money and not enough people have the headsets so i think one there's enough headsets and enough households and it becomes like a common place then more people would have incentive to like make these fucking huge things yeah i mean i just i don't know i, I they're, guess they're making so I, i'm sorry to cut you off microsoft also bought activision recently like uh-huh. microsoft and facebook are going head to head with the metaverse they're the two biggest they're going head to head and i fucking hate bill gates and i fucking hate mark zuckerberg so it's like two evil cocksuckers going head to head yeah but i just love vr i've always loved vr it's so cool yeah it is cool i mean i'm like i said i'm just a little disappointed that we're not even we're not there already. We should be doing that. I mean, word. I remember playing ESPN. We, we, football. we probably are behind closed doors. Honestly, they probably. That's my ha- point. Yeah. Is like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, they're you just know? waiting to unleash it on a mass scale with enough server space, and they don't want it to fail. You got to be careful with how you unfold and release things. And it's just too commercial. They're gonna roll it out like everything else, and it's it's it should be rolled out like the computer was back in the nineties. You know, sure, yeah, not like through cell phones and cell phone companies only, and I don't know. Either way, it is it is very impressive. I'm just I feel like it's late, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, did you 
we I figured out the other day when I was on shrooms, so last night, that uh two twenty two twenty two, February twenty second, two thousand twenty two is on a Tuesday. Yeah. That's I just funny. thought I'd, I just thought I'd share that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a simulation shit. I thought about it and I was like, that'd be fucking funny if it's on a Tuesday. And then I went and Google and tried to figure it out. And dude, I mean, <laughs> went out of seven chance, but that's funny. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so our boy, Aaron Rodgers, NFL superstar quarterback, anti uh, COVID 1984 uh, mandates. He's uh, unfortunately went down in the playoffs last night. Uh, do I really care in the grand scheme of things? Not so much. I, I think culture cat and I both were, or were more upset that the 49ers won than that Aaron Rodgers um, lost. But still this show is about culture and politics and conspiracy. And we talk a lot about COVID-19 and he was our COVID-19 hero. And he went down last night and Tom Brady is going down right now as we speak. Culture Cat and I, we were like, hey, we don't need to watch this. Let's go start the podcast because Tom Brady, I think he gave up. They're down by like three possessions, four possessions, some shit like that. But who knows? It's Tom Brady. We might, uh, they're we might. By, they're down by 14. Okay. How much time is left? Uh, the whole fourth quarter. Dude, we're probably going to end the podcast and it'll be tied because it's fucking Tom Brady, you know? Yeah, it's uh, 27, 13, 14 minutes and 41 seconds left in the fourth quarter. The thing is, what I realized about football a long time ago is it's just the most heartbreaking sport ever, and it fucking literally never goes my way. So when I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to root for Tom Brady. Fuck it. Everyone's Aaron Rodgers lost. Fucking my team's gone. You know, fuck it. Go, go Tom Brady. And that's where I fucked up because now, you know, he's going to lose, of course. Because football can never go in my favor. There's a lot of people that feel that way. Right. It's football, man. There's like four people in my office that feel that way. M- made for gamblers, made by gamblers. It's a heartbreaking sport. It's a heartbreaking sport. <laughs> so did you see that the media slammed Meatloaf's death? No, I didn't. Did what you know, did, did you know that Meatloaf died? I did. R.I.P. Louis Anderson did died too. Really? Did not hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was seventy four years old, Meatloaf. And the New York Post, I believe, which is fucking I mean, they uh they released the Hunter Biden laptop story. Mm-hmm. But then they go on and just shit the bed, dude, you know? Like I had their respect for a little bit there. They blamed it because he didn't get vaccinated. Is it, this is what's confusing is like nowhere in the article does it say that he died of COVID, but they like allude to it. It's just so okay. Meatloaf was anti-vaccine mandate, reportedly seriously ill with COVID before death. Okay, so here's <clears throat> meat. That's the headline. Meatloaf was anti-vaccine mandate. So they include that, which is just disrespectful. Like a lot of people are. But anti-vaccine mandates doesn't mean anti-vaccine. Sure. I mean, that's respectful, but still like the whole point of this article is to point out like, hey, like how fucking stupid this guy was. He died of what he was, you know. There's a lot of people who are pro-vaccine who are anti-mandates. Sure, but and he also says reportedly, reportedly, reportedly seriously ill with COVID before death. But you read the whole story and they don't say what he died of. Then they say he like the late rocker Meatloaf was outspokenly outspokenly anti-vaccine mandate and anti-mask before his death. One's telling a reporter, if I die, I die. I'm going, I'm going gosh, my, my microphone. Sorry, folks. 
If I die, I die, but I'm going, I'm not going to be controlled. The 74 year old bad out of hell singer was reportedly critically ill. So he was reportedly critically ill with COVID-19 before he passed away Thursday. So did he pass away of COVID or was he, did he have COVID? Like, you know what I mean? It's just very vague. And they don't even say he died of COVID. There's no direct like, yeah, he died of COVID-19. They're very careful. Like a lawyer wrote the fucking thing. Exactly. And it's all steered towards not like, hey, thank you, Meatloaf, for all those fucking years of entertainment and culture. And like, thank you. You actually left a lasting impact, not like a huge one politically. You're not like some fucking Mother Teresa or anything. But dude, he left behind a lot. For He's a big deal to a lot of people. And all they can talk about is the fucking pol- politics behind it. And I just thought I used to, I grew up in a world where you weren't a total fucking dick to fucking people that die. And, the, and these news stories just seem extremely political and insensitive and uncalled for and dumb and twisted and fucking dumb. Well, I think we can all agree that the left used to be tolerant and nice and compassionate and understanding yeah. and tolerant. And now they're like the petty party and the fucking, the childish brats who are like, fuck yeah. you. And it's like, you guys, nobody likes you. Not, Even not the people mention, inside of it. It's so fucking disgusting. Meatloaf had fucking asthma. He was overweight most of his life. Mm-hmm. He fucking had uh, alcoholism. He had a drug problem for a while. Like he wasn't the healthiest fucking dude in the first place. He had comorbidities, you know, and he was 74 years old. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just very fucking, I'm tired of the, you talked about it earlier. These, these news stories are all over the place. Contradicting. You have Alec, the Alex Baldwin one that we talked about last week, how it's like Alex Baldwin is complying. He swears he's complying with police. And then Alex Baldwin is not complying with the police. It's like, what the fuck? What's going on? And then like someone like you just justify both sides and it's literally keeping people at each other's throats. I mean, like I've described it a few times, but it feels like war outside because every room you walk into, the grocery store, the gas station, um, your to pick up your kids at school, like football games, anything, you you're you're there's a there's a fine line, you know, and you can tell which side you're on. And if you walk in and you're the minority, if you don't if you're the only one not wearing a mask, you're gonna get yelled at. If you're the only one wearing a mask, you're gonna get laughed at. Like it's fucking war amongst Americans. We are at each other's throats about everything. Yeah, it's like this cultural civil war. Yeah, it's like sure. it's like why are we doing this? And it's all because of anxiety. It yeah. like that's what I it's I've 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 narrowed it down to. The left has anxiety and they run to doctors and authority figures to make them feel better because they're giant children and then the right runs over to Jesus and their religion and everything to make their anxiety go away and you know both are potentially bad because you know they both come from fear um but the the Jesus one's a little less harmful. Yeah. So, word. <laughs> So the partial owner of the Golden State Warriors fucking had some pretty harsh comments about the Uyghur uh, slaves in the China. Uyghurs. The Uyghurs. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I knew that. He was like, I, I don't care. I just don't care. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, he's in some Indian. He's an Indian dude named Charmath Palapia. Dude, God I, bless I, you for trying that. Yeah, dude. And I'm not even I don't care. Usually I care if I butcher people's name, but fuck this guy. You know what I'm saying? He could he could do what everyone else does and just go by gym or something. Yeah, so I got the video. Of course I've got the fucking video. 
but it, for those who don't know, real quick, Culture Cat, tell them what's going on with the concentration camps and just real so quick there's in a nutshell. Like, there's a group of people in China, um, in a certain area of China, that worship Muhammad and follow the Quran. And they are actually the second largest population of Muslims on the planet. Um, they're called the Uyghurs, the Uyghur Muslims. Um, and, you know, having a God threatens the Chinese dictatorship because you know, the fucking Winnie the Pooh guy is supposed to have all the power over you. And, you know, so they don't, they feel really threatened by religion. And, um, so they're, they're like rounding these people up, putting them in, in giant labor camps, uh, with their hands behind their backs and their eyes, you know, blindfolded, they're sterilizing the women, they're torturing the men, they're selling their hair, they're selling their organs, um, on, you know, and, and, and you bring this up to people, and uh, people don't seem to care. It's really fucking strange. Like, I, re I remember being in school and learning about the Holocaust and wondering why nobody went to go help. And and people were always like, oh, we would go help. We would, that's a reason to go to war. And you li you, you're bringing it up and you say, hey, there's a concentration camp. And they're like, no way. And then they look it up. They find proof. They find video. They find evidence of it. And then they just go, oh, well, I don't know. I'm not Uyghurs. That's funny. <laughs> and you're like, what? Oh, I, yeah. What the fuck is wrong with In you? Golden State, that's San Francisco, the Golden State Warriors. So San Francisco, our favorite place on earth. Yeah. Where there's so much fucking China communist influence. It on smells that. like cat piss. That fucking piece of shit is just basically should be called China too in America. And the NBA is in bed with China big time. That's mm -hmm. why you see LeBron sucking their balls and a lot of the people. It's just the NBA is fucking... Don't get me started. Like basketball is a great sport and I do like to watch it occasionally. But the NBA is corrupt and fucked up and in bed with China. Big NBA time. NBA CCP. Exactly. So, I mean, that's why this video is super relevant and probably why it came, came to my attention on my timeline because it's a fucking NBA mm -hmm. owner saying this shit, basically protecting their boyfriend, you know? So here's a video real quick. Nobody cares about nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs, okay? You you bring it up because you really what? care, and I think what that's do you mean nice that you cares? care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling you a very care? hard wait, wait, I'm you're telling you, you a very, personally don't care? I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth, okay? Of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. Okay? Oh, of all the things that I care about, it is below my line. Disappointing. There's so much there. You know especially when the NBA is preaching about oppression and, and BLM this and, and, and justice for everyone and all this shit. And then that motherfucker comes out and says, I don't care like that about an entire group of people who are being killed because of who they worship. He doesn't care. Yeah. Not wise words. And you don't see any Democrats giving a fuck about this. What happened to the compassion of a liberal? They, I mean? they are robots. They are told what to care about, you know? I mean, they really are. They have these talking points. I saw someone post something the other day, and it was like, blah, 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 made $1 billion off of marijuana. Hashtag, now pay our teachers more. And you're like, what the what? fuck? <laughs> what does that have to do like, with each other? What the fuck? <laughs> where's, where's, where's the free Palestine shit, right? Yeah. It's so disgusting. And that this no guy kidding. goes out and says, I don't care. That gives the mindless NPC people walking around a video to point to, to make their not caring justified.
but they care about Brianna Taylor who fucking shot at cops, you know, like fuck you yeah, all. It's, it's fuck fucking, you all. It's silly shit, dude. Uyghur lives matter. All fucking lives matter. Black lives matter. White lives matter. Everyone matters. And if you don't think that, then you're racist. Yeah, and fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, racist. So I want to play this video that you actually posted on your timeline that got me mad enough to comment on your fucking video. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, and this is allegedly, I don't know if it's real or not, but I imagine it's real. This is a, a recorded phone call of a man talking to some medical professional about getting on a list to get a transplant. And they're there's conflict about the vaccine and him needing a vaccine before he can even get on the list to get a transplant and just listen to the condescending nature of this bitch and how robotic an NPC she is. I just think this has, this has to be shared. Take a listen. Our policy is if you, if for, in order to, to have people active on the transplant list and get a transplant, you need to be fully vaccinated. So you, you don't want to move forward. I'd rather die of kidney failure than give it. Okay. So this may be, I mean, this may be a crossroads at your, um, at your evaluation because I don't, there's, that's not, there's not going to be any, any exception to that. The science is pretty clear on the vaccine. And I just had okay. COVID and I got over it. I'm not scared of it. It doesn't matter. It's like you have a 99.99997% chance to survive. I'm not like requiring that's a not, vaccine. Yeah. That's all pretty inaccurate data, but um, it's obviously your, your choice, um, but it's not your choice if you want to be active on the list. So I don't know if Jen Psaki was taking someone's place that day. <laughs> that sounded just like Jen Psaki's bitch ass. I mean, the weird thing is, is how much pleasure she's getting out of it. It's almost like her boss was like, listen. You get an award if you just don't give a fuck when it's you're like, talking to these people. Yeah. It's your mission to yep. make sure that if they don't get vaccinated, that they feel like total fucking shit. You get commission. And she's like, her her vagina is dripping. Yes. She's like, yes. It's like probably like all the liberal fucking, all her friends were in the room and it was on speakerphone. She's like, guys, come here, come yeah. here. And they're all like giggling under their breasts. Like, shh, shh. She's like, watch, I'm going to go tell them. You can oh go fucking gosh. die then, you stupid piece of shit. Watch, I'm going to tell them that. I mean, she basically said well, the that. The data is actually pretty clear. It's the data. Okay, that makes me so fucking mad that they're like, no, the data is absolutely conclusive. Bitch, it hasn't existed for longer than a year. How? There's no five-year data, four-year data, three-year data, year-and-a-half data. I've There's no someone, pregnancy data. There's no fucking when the kids are born five years down the line so, data. There's none of that shit. So how can how can you say it's safe? We know this for sure. It's conclusive. I, I heard somebody literally say they know the long-term effects of it, and it's okay. And I, I just looked <laughs> at them and went, you are fucking broken. You're uh -huh. a broken person. Your brain doesn't work. Goodness you need a, you need a brain transmission, um, dude. I yeah. People are are they're losing. They can't think anymore. It's crazy. Is there anything else about COVID that we should bring up at one like one more one time? There's a lot of COVID stuff on here. The next like here. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You know what I miss? The news. New. New. It's official now. More COVID stuff. Absolutely. There's more COVID stuff. Uh, I remember you, you sent me in our messages, our Instagram fucking chat. You sent me the story about the, the dad who died of COVID and the son that potentially gave the dad COVID. And he was so guilty about what he thought was killing his father that he committed suicide. Yeah. A Very teenager. emotional fucking story. Very like 
pull at the heartstrings, um, borderline propaganda for what for what we believe. But hey, if it's true, it's true, and that's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Well, the argument's been that COVID is is putting an unnecessary strain on young kids. Yeah, like kids kids are already anxious. They're already aggressive they're mm-hmm. already scared and lost and confused and, and then you throw them in this world of of, yeah. of conflicting headlines and, and a kid his age just thinks the news is reality they don't have the fucking capacity to think outside of like the narrative and like they, they haven't the even news. hasn't it's, even seen his first conspiracy movie yet for probably his friends at school it's probably the people regurgitating well, even that, around but him. you know what i'm saying all the news the cnn piling yeah. up and making him like dude there's so much propaganda around it that they're like like there's people that won't vote for Aaron Rodgers as MVP because he didn't get a vaccine for fuck's sakes. Like a little kid sees that they just, they blindly kind of just not, that's not so much respects authority, but just thinks it's true. Like anything because you're told to listen to your parents and your parents tell you to listen to authority. I mean, the kid is ultimately responsible for what he fucking did. I think, but, um, he was 12. Yeah, and it's sad. It's fucked up. I don't think he's responsible. I think it's the stress of society. I mean, like I'm just saying, like, old is. I don't think there's going to be a lawsuit. I don't think anyone's no, legally who do you sue? exactly. I think they're so they get out of, they get out of so much shit that the, the, the fucking media is is really partially responsible for a lot of shit. They're they're a lot. Uh, they're a hundred percent responsible for this mass psychosis yeah, that but, we're under. But they're not legally responsible, and it's like kind of because understandable. There's no, there's no way to prove it. It's right. like the it's like the the guy who shot himself on the, the uh, Bruce Lee's son. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was a mistake. There was so or, many people um, who did it. But this is a good one. Uh, there's a show on Hulu right now. It's like the dark side of the '90s, and there's a bunch of episodes. And one episode is about the the early '90s talk shows, like the Jerry Springers and all that shit. And I think. You probably remember this um, story. There's a guy on Jenny Jones that he went on Jenny Jones and one of his friends um, came on the show and confessed that he was gay and in love with him. Oh, yeah. And then, and then, the guy and then he, ended up, he ended up killing him. Yeah. And then Jenny Jones had to go into court and testify. And then she's ultimately ruled like not responsible for that. But it's it's like they're, they're putting these people on TV. They're trying to get money and they're trying to get a rise out of these people on purpose. And at the end of the day, I feel like morally and just like if you're being honest she is partially responsible for what happened but as far as going to like prison is she responsible is the producer responsible is the person who got them on is the person who contacted them first responsible like that's what it comes down to you know it's one one after the other exploiting a a dramatic situation I i also think there's legally responsible and then just like responsible yeah, like Travis Scott, for instance, is partially responsible for what happened at his concert. He but will he be legally responsible? It. He Probably had the power not. to stop it, and he didn't. He did, yeah, but he he's gonna argue that he didn't fucking know what was going on. You know, he's, I think he's gonna get away with that shit. But I we'll find know. out. Well, I, I'm cur- I'm honestly curious for when that when that comes up that that court proceed those things i don't know how long it's going to be like knowing how long it took the jizzling maxwell probably won't be for another fucking year and a half but yeah but back to the kid yeah sorry the, the issue is that there's my bad there's um there's a mass psychosis and when i was when i was a kid i had i had the impression you know leadership is always supposed to keep everyone calm you yeah. know and what happened was the democrats were literally pouring gasoline on a fire to make everyone go nuts and it benefited them to have everyone be frantic. And the issue is, is now that they've created this monster on the right who's like, you can't, you can't tame me with your craziness. And then you have the left going, you need to behave, fall in line, fall in line. And it's, 
it's backfired on them is what I'm trying to say. But they yeah. have created this craziness to get Trump out of office. And I think when, when, when the midterms come out, as long as it's not completely rigged, I don't know if they can rig every single one of those elections. There's rumored to be like a hundred seats going to the right. I hope so. Which would be great. And my point is, is that it, it, it backfired. Yeah, as long them, as them allowing people to burn shit down, bailing out fucking murderers, defunding the police, uh, trans things in school, CRT in school, all these things that they've chosen to die on that hill. You know, it's really just been putting gasoline on the fire. They're so fucking cult like, man. And the media is has been the reason that it's been injected into yeah. society. It's cult like. What the, what they're doing? What the left is doing to Kirsten Cinema in Arizona and in. Uh, fucking joe mansion or the fuck his name is mm -hmm. what they're doing to those guys it's so funny dude they just like you said cnn says something bad and they all just jump on it like fuck this guy fuck this guy even they, they don't even understand what they're what they're not voting for they don't even understand what it is they don't know what build back better even is they haven't read it most of the congress people haven't even fucking read it sorry yes no i'm i'm, I'm out of control dude i'm out no, of control on this one i'm sorry i'm looking for here it is so listen, do the do the yes. change. Yes. All right. So I was I was checking the news right before we started, and this is a headline from the Huffington Post or Huff Post, right? Huff Post. Quote: Trump accuses January sixth panel of going after quote children for contacting forty year old Ivanka. Okay. Quote: Trump says, "It's a very unfair situation for my children. Very very unfair." It's a disgrace what's going on. They're using these things to try and get people's minds off how incompletely our country is being run, he continued. And they don't care. They'll go after children. The very next line says, Ivanka Trump is not a child. She is, in fact, a 40-year-old adult woman with children of her own. Now flip that to when fucking Hunter Biden was found with crack and uh, discharged from the military and Joe Biden comes out and goes, I love my son. He's my son. He'll always be my son. And they're like, yeah, that's his child. He'll always have love for his child. That's a beautiful thing for his dad to, to, to say, right? But now Trump calls out and calls his, his daughter my child because no matter how old she is, she is his child. So he goes, it's ridiculous that now they're going after my children. They're even going after children of people who they're going after is what his point is. And they, they put it in such a fucking disgusting way. And when you can read it like a person and go, look how gross this fucking journalist is, it makes you want to fucking buy a Trump hat. Yeah. It makes you really yeah. want to just stick up for the guy. Yeah. And then there's other people who are so blinded, like, ew, that's gross. That's not his child. The, the, oh, fuck you. I think a lot of the programming is going to wear off. Have you, know, have you ever seen like a really old Facebook post that you made and just kind of makes you cringe a little bit? I think people are going to have that hard. They're, the, the brainwashing is going to start to come off or they're going to get to a certain age or have a certain experience that just gives them an epiphany and they're going to look back on a lot of the shit they said and believed and it's just going to be like hard to deal with how fucking stupid the shit they believed was. Honestly, I think there's gonna be a lot of that because, man, I, I I think most people are waking up and or even just kind of in the middle there. You know, they're not they don't really think like we do, but they're not terrified of COVID being a fucking cunt to everybody. You know, there's there's a lot of people in the middle and a lot of people that agree with us. I would I would fucking predict there's like a 15 percent that are just in this a psychosis, a mass psychosis. Absolutely. The media is 15 fucking percent is pretty big. 
It's it is big. big. It's concerning, but I mean, it's not the majority by a long shot. So, well, but I mean, it's enough. The media is just so loud. You know what I mean? They're everything. And when there's like four things that own everything and they fucking, you know what I mean? They just have so much power and then they even censor the, the YouTubers and the little guys they have power over our fucking spread too. So here's another aspect of the COVID conspiracy that you can add to this, right? When, when Twitter came out and the news started realizing, oh fuck, we're not getting the front, the firsthand footage anymore. Some random person who's there is recording it and putting it on their Twitter and they're getting all the traffic. Once they realized that they were losing the grips of reality and what, what they had on people, they had to, they had to demonize the people who, get, who do their own research. Right. So they're funneling in. All that's left are people who are just in habit. You know, you're, you're conditioned your whole life through Walter Cron- Cronkite and, and, and uh, fucking all these people that we've grown up Murdoch. watching. <laughs> all like all the time you know yeah. even when we were kids we were watching the daily show and that was like where we got our news from like this is where you go to get your news now it's joe rogan it's the podcast it's twitter it's all these things and all these different points of view and if you're not in that you're conditioned to go to the new york times you're conditioned to go to cnn the washington post the, the wall street journal i pay for my news so i know it's prestigious no you're being controlled yep in, unless you get your own shit from some guy in Israel who's like filming the revolution, you're going to get a filtered thing through Rachel Maddow who doesn't want you to support them. It's, it's falling apart. That's why they're strangling. They're, I mean, that's why they're, they're flailing right now. And it's so obvious to a lot more people. It, it's, it's amazing what's going on. Do you think, I mean, is it possible they're trying to slow down the whole COVID thing, give some freedoms back here and there because they know the 22 elections are coming. You know what I'm saying? And they want, they want their Democrat candidates to look more favorable and they want to win those elections. And I don't know. I think they, they benefit from doing the stay home. I think they benefit from the mail in voting and all that shit. So well, they that's, want it. Is, I'm pretty sure that's what part of what the build back better thing was is that they're, they're labeling it as voter rights. Like, Oh, the Republicans don't want voter rights, yeah. but it's basically that's, that's what they're calling it. But what it is, is changing the way we vote. Mm-hmm. Counting illegal immigrants. Counting. Stupid fucking people just see the that and they go, Oh, but you don't want voter rights. It's like, bro. Yeah. Okay. Tell me what the vote, what, tell me what it is. Yeah, exactly. And they'll be like, dude, it's fucking rights to vote. But that's, <laughs> but that's how they get the compassionate people. And when yeah. you weaponize the compassionate so people, mis- so misleading, you know, I mean, you're, you're like, it's obvious. Oh yeah. yeah. Everyone should have voting rights. Yeah. And then when you read into it, now you're like, Hey, this is bullshit. And now you sound like you're yeah. an asshole who doesn't want to give voting rights yeah. to people. The right to fucking mail in your vote, which is ridiculous. It's not fair. And yeah. there's obvious fuckery there, but there's obvious fuckery. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the double speak, you know, yeah. black lives matter. And like, you're just repeating this shit because it's collectively okay without realizing what you're supporting. Yeah. So here's a fun one. Uh, I believe you sent me this one as well. Former CIA agent uh, John Ramirez disclosed that, or disclosed, sorry, that Google was given their search and Google Earth technology in exchange for translating uh, data between humans and aliens, which that's a crazy thing for to just to hear and to say. I'm the funny thing to me, which I find very funny, is that I'm more interested with the Google earth and search technology being given to them that I am with the alien part. 
I don't give a fuck about the alien part. I think it's so interesting that the CIA gave them the Google Earths and search technology because for one, they're not no, a private. They gave, C- they gave the CIA it. No, it's the other way around. The CIA gave it to the aliens? No, the CIA gave it to Google. Yeah, but the aliens gave it to CIA. Right? Isn't that what that says? No. The- aliens gave the CIA. The- Did you send me this video? I believe so. No, the video is saying that they had an agreement with Google. What they, they gave Google... Who is they? The CIA. Okay. The Central Intelligence Agency gave Google their search algorithms mm-hmm. and their Google Earth technology mm-hmm. in exchange for the service of translating and disseminating alien intelligence. Whatever that means, I have no fucking idea. But it's like they outsourced, they hired Google for maybe they're doing it now maybe they're doing it in the future maybe it's a super hypothetical thing like if it happens but that is that's what i'm saying i don't know if aliens are real i'm not saying that but that's what john ramirez is saying i don't know if he's doing disinformation or fucking with people or getting kooky and old or something but that's what he's saying regardless the alien part should be really fucking interesting to me and it's not the interesting part is that the cia fucking gave google Google Earth. I think we will. I think I understood something completely different. I understood that it is now confirmed from the CIA that aliens do exist, that humans are alien DNA mixed with monkey DNA, and that they gave the CIA their alien technology. That's that's what I got out of it. When you got sick, COVID, you reached out to. Sorry, listeners. Sorry about that, guys. Raw, raw. I'm out of fucking control with this thing. Yeah, I mean, that's where's Abigail? I got out of it. Where the fuck is Abigail? Yeah, she's shit in the bed, big time. The, the the thing, the video is on your Instagram, correct? Um, I think it's in the messages. I wish I was prepared oh, for this. I'm nuts. sorry, y'all. Okay, well, I I got pretty into it, and I'm pretty sure what I said is correct. I think that's what's going on. Your part, I. I that's what I understood. What I understood is that Google fucking got their Google Earth technology from the CIA and got their search data from the CIA in exchange for um, translating and disseminating data from extraterrestrials. Whatever the fuck that means, it hurts my brain to even think about it. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Anyways. You thought aliens gave us Google Earth technology? That's what I heard, yeah. It's just like satellites taking pictures and shit and stitching photos together. Oh, yeah, that sounds simple. Well, Go I fuck mean, yourself. <laughs> oh, dude, I mean, it's just a camera. I don't, I don't think it's together. simple, but it's technology that's been like shown to the public. I know it's been shown to the public, right. but like, you know, huge leaps and shit. I mean, that's what I, I, that's I think what it's I read. interesting because that just officially we know for a fact that Google isn't solely just this private company like they had help from fucking intelligence agencies in the government so they should they shouldn't be treated like a private company because they got huge with a lot of fucking help and with our tax dollars ultimately yeah i agree but yeah i wish we i wish that i had the video ready to go but you can find it on Culture Cat's Instagram it's, I it's not on my Instagram i think i shared it to you like in a in a thing I, I mean, I vividly remember it saying that the CIA confirms that alien DNA was split with monkeys and that's what gave us that. And then 
they're basically confirming the ancient alien theory, and then they gave us more technology so we could advance. That's what. That's what I got. Could be a completely different video that we're talking about. Yeah, I can't find it. Neither can I, and the listeners, they don't like the silence. <laughs> Super cold spreading through the UK. Yeah, and isn't it interesting how now all of a sudden it's a fucking super cold? Like we've been saying this whole time. Hey, y'all, I think COVID might just be like the flu and the cold. It's really not that big of a deal. And everyone's like, go fuck yourself. You're going to kill your grandma. <laughs> and it's like, okay, and now here we are two years later, and they're all like, mm, this is what we're getting now. It's just a fucking super cold. They definitely are backing up. The UK is removing... um their um, mask mandates and their vaccine qualifications um, starting the 25th, which is really nice. That's huge. So that's a huge step back. Because it's a super cold, bro. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, wasn't there something else on there about the... Uh, on the list there that we're going to talk about? Um, about the fucking uh, Nick Fuentes thing. Oh, the Getter CEO? Yeah. Yeah, so Getter, which, by the way, is a super fucking lazy name. I don't like the name Getter. It just sounds lazy. Sounds like they took the word fucking Twitter and just, like, changed it. I don't like it. It's lazy. Go Getter. Yeah, either way. The CEO went on Tim Cast Temple's podcast, and him and Luke Radowski just kind of grilled him about censorship and because they claim to be the fucking free speech twitter and they're they're just not you know i mean they're a little better than twitter when it comes to talking about the vaccine and the shots and medical freedom and letting uh different doctors have opinions and stuff like that so i mean i it's better than twitter but there's a lot of shady shit going on and if you listen to the podcast he just sounds like a fucking another politician he's just really fucking Honestly, annoying. Annoyed the shit out of me. And Tim Pool grills him, basically says what he's saying is bullshit. Because in, in his chat, in his live chat, everyone's saying, Nick Fuentes, Nick Fuentes, Nick Fuentes, talk about him, blah, blah, blah. Why'd you ban him? Why'd you ban uh, Nick Fuentes? Because apparently Nick Fuentes was banned on uh, Getter basically immediately. He tweeted like three things. And then he asked if there were any groipers out there and to follow him. What is a groiper? groiper? I'm pretty sure it's like his fucking fan base or some shit. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, the point is, neither did the guy from fucking Getter. He banned he banned Nick Fuentes from the platform without him breaking any of the rules or any of the guidelines. Didn't give him any reasons for why. And then when Tim calls him out on the podcast and asks him why, he has no idea. And Tim basically fucking says he, he sounds full of shit. Right? Yeah, well, face. Tim was expecting him to have a, a huge answer. And then he's like, well, yeah. uh, I just think he did. And then I, I was really proud of Tim. For I did too. I really think in Tim's head, he was going, okay, there's a lot of these Nick Fuentes fans that I can win over right now. I could get a lot more. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but I think yeah. Tim was like, okay, I'm going to turn my beanie backwards right now. This is my opportunity. This is my time to shine. Like, fuck this guy. I Are mean, he, I, I think Tim just he nailed it, he dude. it with Twitter. You know, I mean, he was kind of sticking to himself, but like that. Too, I think he regretted not going harder at Jack Dorsey. So uh -huh. he's like, this is my second chance. And he's bigger now than he was back then. So mm -hmm. he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to go after this guy. And he had nothing to lose. It's not like he's got a big getter following. No one's on getter. And it, he's, he's, he's just, True. he's exposing um, a big deal, you know, like they're literally banning somebody for no, they don't even know why. Yeah. Because everyone else is banning him. 
Fuck you. Yeah, and Twitter is basically a lefty echo chamber anyways. Mm-hmm. Enough people in the center and the right have got angry enough to say cunt or dick or pussy or something, and they've gotten kicked off. So, Yeah. But uh, I, uh, real quick, we have to we have to play this video because it's absolutely ridiculous and it needs to be remembered. I think this is going to get scrubbed from the internet, so maybe it'll linger on this podcast and we'll be able to pull it up in, in the future. Take a listen to our uh, our president, our fake president of the United States, President fucking Joseph R. Biden. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. When you got sick with uh, oh COVID, you reached out to Oh my gosh, Abigail. You're fired. Can we just point out that there's a voice that goes mm-hmm in the back, and that bitch is Kamala Harris? So he says, he says, George Floyd was more important than Martin Luther King, and then she goes, mm-hmm. I don't think that was Kamala. I think that was Medea. I think, I think that was, was Tyler Perry in the fake White House. No, He's like, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely Kamala, which is even worse, because that means that the vice president and the president both think that George Floyd is more important than Martin Luther King. Yeah, disclaimer about my horrible video playing skills with the, the video playing after. I just got to let you guys know my fucking phone like did an update and now I don't know how to fucking work the thing and it's all stupid and annoying and bugging me. You know what I mean? In the past, the video would just stop, but now it just goes to the next one automatically. Mm. Yeah. So not making excuses, but I'm totally making excuses. (laughs) So I think what you mean here is you, you got, you got a post taken down. You were talking, you posted something about trans. Like maybe I think it wasn't like a topless trans person. Oh yeah. So on TikTok, this trans, uh, male. So it was a female to male transformation. Um, big girl with big old boobies. And, uh, <laughs> she posted a video saying that she should be able to go topless because she's a man and she had honkers. So, uh, it, it was, I thought it'd be interesting to do a little experiment and yeah. test Instagram's integrity. Yeah. So I posted the picture of it and uh, people were commenting and they were saying some pretty mean things, but. Uh, Is that why you posted follow culture cat 2.0? Yeah. <laughs> I, I got another strike and I oh, figured, no. yeah, I, I thought maybe, you know, maybe Instagram would not take it down to prove a point Dude, that this that is not trans- baseball. You've had like 10 strikes. So this is not baseball. I, I don't even know how bad I'm banned. I just know, like, I got a video taken down the other day for something that it wasn't. It said it was copywritten. It had like a song in it, but it was a it was a video clip of someone speaking. Um, so yeah, they're they're coming after me. So follow my second account, two point whatever, whatever. Doesn't fucking just fucking just spread the news. All right. So lastly, here just to wrap things up, how do you feel about them talking? And by by them, I mean the fucking deep state establishment dog shit empire fuck you guys those people they yeah how do you feel about them saying that hillary clinton is gonna most likely be the front runner in 2024 does that even make fucking sense like it's a joke donald trump already beat her like they're gonna we're gonna do it again like a fucking like it's a football season and we're in the same conference i hope they do because there's a lot of people on the left that don't like her and i don't think that democrats have anybody else and if it's trump hillary it's such an evil, like a plan. Like she was probably supposed to be president and like COVID is supposed to be worse and moved along faster and all that bullshit. And they're just like, no, dude, let's try this again. 
We got Biden in. Now everyone fucking hates Biden, so we can sneak Hillary in now. It was like their plan. Quick update on the game. Oh, no. Um, Bucks are down by seven points. They have the ball on Los Angeles' 25-yard line, and oh. it's second and five with two minutes left. That means that we got to go, folks. Peace. The Zoo's News Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and www.thezoosnews.com. Yo, we're not the black news, the white news. We're not the left news or the right news. We're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news. We're not the juice news, bitch, we're the zoo's news. We're not the black news, the white news. We're not the left news or the right news.